You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Marketing is about being real, but how do you get real results and engagement with virtual events and unorthodox podcasts? Well, my guest, the founder and managing director of a global invite-only conference series for mobile app growth professionals, shares his tips on this and more in episode number 434. Welcome to Mobile Presence, your destination for everything mobile. I'm your host as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, senior Forbes writer, and founder of Mobile Groove. Now here we talk a lot about marketing and we hear it constantly in this year, like no other, that marketing needs to be real. It needs to be authentic. It needs to be genuine. Well, how do you make a virtual event real? And how do you make it really engaging? So these are some hard questions, but we get straight answers here with my guests. We go to the source. Louis Tongay, he is the founder and managing director of the App Growth Summit, his own company as well, Circle Marketing that he has. He'll talk about a little bit as well. We're going to talk about the App Growth Summit, which is his invite-only conference. How have you had to, you know, adapt and even potentially innovate to make virtual events truly and really engaging? So basically when the world pretty much stopped, we had to continue figuring out how to do what we do and uh, still do it in a meaningful way that people are still going to enjoy as much as they enjoyed the live events. So we had the fortunate uh, timing of a couple of people went before us and we saw what they were doing. We looked at other virtual event platforms and quite honestly, it was all like very generic and vanilla and it didn't have like, like if you know our brand and our colors and our style, like it's very, it's very bright and fun. And Mm -hmm. all these things are meant to be white labeled. So here's your block for your logo. And it's just, it's just not us. So, um, so we figured, you know what, let's screw it. You know, uh, I have my other business circle marketing. I've built like web businesses before the whole world accidentally pivoted right into my wheelhouse. So I'm like, let's just build an, a web product for virtual event platform. So I got with my genius developers and we, con- we concepted it out. And within six weeks, we were up and running with our first virtual event on our very own platform. 
I knew it was your own platform. I didn't realize that you like mapped it out, had it built. Is it something that other companies can buy? I'm seeing so much about companies saying we're going to be hybrid. Are you looking at a mix of virtual and physical, or are you going to wait and go all physical when the time comes? No, it has to be a transition because some mm -hmm. people also mentally, even when it's completely safe to attend the events, even when we've created all the precautions, the vaccines are out there, everyone's vaccinated that attends, et cetera, et cetera there are still going to be people that have apprehension and they shouldn't be blocked out from our content and the experience. So we're always going to provide it. Your business model is a little bit different though. First of all, invite only, um, very courageous, but there's also a benefit to that, you know, not letting everybody in. Tell me about that, that decision. Was it always that way? Uh, for us it was, yeah. Cause, uh, I had worked with other event companies before and I've seen what other event companies have done and no one's really done it this way. The closest, I guess, uh, but they have a different model would be Mobile Ventures Summit because they just focus on brands. So it's mm -hmm. sort of similar, but it's not exactly what we do. And definitely the style isn't the same. Um, so, you know, I talk to a lot of people, obviously, because that's kind of my job. So I talked to a lot of people at the events, the attendees, things like that. And everyone kept saying, and I guess shout out to Adam and Jay for this, but everyone kept saying, we missed the days when MAU was small. We missed the days when we could just go to MAU and it's like two, 300 people. And it was like so cool. And now all these conferences are so massive. I yeah. mean, they'll still go to MAU because it's just the event to go to every year. But yeah. like people missed having those types of boutique intimate events that they're not small where it's like 50 people you feel like it's a meetup but not like a thousand where you're like just letting literally anyone in and then it's just a sea of humanity and salespeople just working the floor not even interested in being a part of the content and or the strategy discussions so we're like you know what no one's doing this so let's just do it so we figured if we're invite only then we also increase the value for our sponsors too, because then they know that their money goes farther because they're not competing with someone who just bought a $500 ticket and we have a limited amount of everything. So then it also manages uh, the event pretty well for what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And people have really responded to it. Obviously within three years, we kind of started hockey sticking and it's been very fortunate that people have uh, liked it because it would have been sad if they didn't. <laughs> and, you know, in this period where we had lockdown, you know, it does open up opportunities. You have to always be positive. You took a different look at it. You said, nope, you're going to deconstruct your business to beat the competition. Tell me about that strategy. Unpack that for me. What did you deconstruct? People, generally speaking, especially our competition, thank God, uh, don't understand user experience or they neglect it. Um, so when you think of your environment, when you go to a live event, an in-person event, you have to travel there, whether it's in your car or a bike or a plane, and then you're there. So just to bail in five minutes is going to be unusual. Even if you don't stay the whole day, you're there and you're physically there. Whereas in a virtual event, if people get bored, all they have to do is just click the tab closed and it's over. So what we saw is everyone was doing 
was basically trying to mimic their in-person schedules, but in a virtual format where the presentations are still like a half hour long, the panels are still 45 minutes. So what essentially mm. they're doing is having a nine hour day of back-to-back -back webinars. No one's going to sit at their computer. And, you know, evidence is clear that people do not engage in those types of events. So we're like, okay, well, what is going to keep people engaged? So we figured, okay, let's trim all the fat. Let's keep it moving quickly. And because I also came from like the film industry and everything, like we're cutting trailers, we're getting people excited about things. We know how to move things along and make it entertaining. So, so we're like, look, let's do our presentations around 10 minutes, fireside chats around 15-ish and panels around 20 and limit them to only four people and have a specific thing we talk about. So cut out the generalities and the fat and just trim down all the sessions to bite-sized but still informative blocks. And now we can have in like three to three and a half hours, we can have 12 to 14 sessions. So we have a whole day's worth of content in a few hour block. And now we actually feed the first hundred people that come in. We'll give you like a Uber Eats uh, uh, code and everyone gets a Starbucks coffee and stuff like that. We'll give you a $5 gift certificate for showing up. So it's just very much like a live event where you take a few hours out of your day. You come in, mm -hmm. you learn some stuff, you network, have a highly engaging platform with like a Slack style chat. Everything's on one page. So there's no clicking around. It's like you're in, you experience it, have some free stuff and get out and you're on you with your day mm -hmm. and no one does this and I'm glad they don't do it because it just makes my life easier right <laughs> well I think that's a great segue you talk about keeping it to the basics you know cutting it down we do have to unfortunately go to break so I will do that Louie but when we come back we're going to talk about you know also the industry on the whole because that's what you're a part of that's what you have a bird's eye view into so listeners don't go away We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we are back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, as always, Peggy Ann Saltz. We have Louis Tongue. He is the founder and managing director of App Growth Summit. 
Before the break, we talked about how App Growth Summit sort of, you know, breaks the mold here. You deconstructed your business to beat the competition in tough times. You also have a different take on podcasts. Tell me about that. Tell me about what you're doing and especially the title, which is super cool. Yeah, the title is the Appy Hour Talk Show. <laughs> and it's about apps and app marketing, so it's Appy. Yeah, the idea is basically uh, everyone and their mother has a podcast. Obviously, we're on one, so that's proof. There you um, go. But you're a cat mom, right? Cat <laughs> Indeed. Mom. I yeah. got three cats. You're a dog. You're a dog dad. Yeah, dog dad and cat mom meet on a podcast. And then, uh, so everyone's got one and everyone's being smart, like, you know, Peggy's wicked smart, as we used to say back in the Northeast United States. Um, but it's like, are we going to try to outsmart people or just be one other rock in the ocean? So instead what we did is um, we figured let's do something different, but I can never figure out how to do it different. So we never did a podcast for the first couple of years. Then finally it was like, ah, the choir of angels, the heavens opened up. And I said, talk show, you know, just like as if mm -hmm. we were hanging out after an app growth summit event, ding plug. Um, we're going to talk some nerd stuff, you know, we're going to talk some tech, but then again, at the same time, we're also going to talk about each other. And those are the more fun conversations. Those are the things we bond over is the happy hours and getting to know the humans behind the mm. jobs. So why don't we just do that? No one actually interviews people. They're mostly interviewing either their jobs or their positions or their latest projects. They don't interview the actual person. So I said, you know what? Let's do that. And then we'll have a section in the middle called Talk Nerdy to Me. So this way we can, you know, still keep it sort of relevant to the industry. And mm -hmm. then we just have fun with it. Like, for example, um, something that we would do, which is something I always wondered about, is uh, your name is Peggy Ann, right? Yep. Yeah. So Peggy is a nickname for Margaret? It is. Hard to believe. Yeah. No, so, no, not a lot of letters in common, but yes. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder, like, do you... Like why, how did Peggy get to be the nickname of Margaret? Do you have you See, thought about this? That, that's when I tell people in Europe as well, cause they're like really blown away. It's like Peggy's bad enough. Uh, and then, oh, it comes from Margaret. That's no, we're not gonna go there. We're, but I wish uh, people call me Peg. I think that's kind of cool. I think it's cool to get like to the shorter versions. Do you prefer then, to be called Peg? Yeah, but no one does it. Well, Peg, <laughs> from now on, You'll get what you asked for, especially now that the millions and millions that have listened to this podcast are all going to now call you Peg. There Peg. you go. <laughs> so there you go. So that's like a little sample of the types of things that we do is just kind of riff on just random stuff. That's just mm -hmm. have fun with people, you know, make a human out of them. Crazy. I, I've listened to a couple. Um, what was and, your favorite episode on the spot? On the spot, I have to say, because we have a mutual colleague and friend, I would have to say Lomit. Lomit was really like not the Lomit I know, because Lomit, as we know, and I, you know, mention out a uh, little, little, little wave to him here. You know, he's very, very serious to me as a good friend, but also a best selling author on AI. And you just don't think he's going to sort of riff about just sort of ordinary things or extraordinary things about his life. Well, uh, just to give some context to that, um, I was in, hopefully this doesn't sound too pretentious, I was in Brazil with Lomet for our App Growth Summit Sao Paulo event. Anyways, we were drinking. And uh, then he told me this, this story about how like when 
he was here in the United States. Initially, he was actually living out of his car and he was homeless as he couldn't get his visa renewed. He couldn't get a job and he was struggling. And, and I was like, man, it's like, no one knows this about you. They all know you're like the AI author, AI mm -hmm. super smart VP of marketing guy who's on LinkedIn and does all these talks, but no one knows this side of Loman. And I'm like, well, you got to come on the podcast. And he's like, yeah, I'd love to share the story. So we did. And it's like, I'm like, people love you already because you're a nice guy. Once they hear your origin story, they're going to be like, my God, this guy is amazing. And yep. so everyone listened to that. And there you go. And it was great fun. I mean, how do you make a really good transition? And you've done it by just saying, okay, we're going to talk lots of fun here. And then we're just going to switch it off. We're going to talk nerdy. Maybe you can give me some thoughts around how you structure a podcast, because as you said, everyone out there has one. You have one. Lessons here, what are they? A lot of it's not going to be exciting or groundbreaking. It's basically you have to be fortunate enough to have certain either luck or personality to begin with. And I'm naturally not someone who's going to focus on all the data and the details and stuff like that. I have to kind of be creative and riff and have fun. That's just kind of who I am. So the more that we superstructure the format, then that's how we can keep it from being awkward or rambly because it's like, okay, you're going to do this. Then you're going to do this. Then we're going to do that. And that's what we're going to do. And here's exactly every point we're going to hit. So this way, when we go off and have fun and go crazy, we're easy to reel it back because we're always tethered to reality, you know? Mm -hmm. So we'll have like this first section is get to know you. Then we'll talk nerdy to me and then we'll play this game, this or that, or a word game or something else. And then we'll hit it. Bang, bang, bang. And everything else is just a free for all fun fest. As you said, there's structure and there's a lot focused on the industry. I mean, you listen to the industry, you interview people in the industry, just like I do. Where should we be? focusing in the industry, focusing our content, focusing our efforts. What are you hearing? I always find a way to make sure that we stay focused on de-siloing our companies, where if mm -hmm. you consider yourself user acquisition and I'm paid UA and someone else is organic UA and AKA ASO, so and then someone else is monetization, someone else is CRM, and they don't talk to each other. There's no identifier throughout the company of here's our brand, here's our style, here's who we are and how we communicate and how we work. Then everyone's siloed up and it's like, it's hard to not only determine performance overall, but because then you're focused on your little corner of the business. And I think we should be looking at a holistic view for our businesses. And I think uh, not to mention the four bad letters, but basically I think IDFA in some way is going to force the mobile app business to uh, grow up and become quote unquote real companies. Some obviously already are, and they're hugely successful because they've created brands. For example, one major thing, thing I think has been onboarding because you could have the best targeting even with you know, user level data targeting. Um, and you can have an amazing subscription model. You could have a great price. You could have a great product. But if your onboarding process is confusing and people can't figure out how to even use the product, then, then you know, you're going to be basically hemorrhaging money, you know, potential money. 
that you could be reaping over the long term, you're going to be losing because you have a bad onboarding process. Like, like they say, the old cliche is you never have a second chance to make a first impression. So <laughs> you do all this work on your strategies on post-install and pre-install. But if your actual you know, day zero experience is horrible or suboptimal, you're losing money. And people don't think about it because there's no direct data correlation to, oh, bad onboarding equals you know, lost revenue. But it, it is, and people need to focus on that. And last thing I'll say is having an overall brand strategy of here's how we communicate to our users that is going to help you may retain your users and make more money in the long term and you've just written about this right louis you appy asked me to be mm -hmm. one of your appy campers and i wrote like a, they also have campfire stories so i wrote like a short little blog on them and three things to like that we should be focused on now and into the future to grow your app business and that was one of them. Like basically it's we're without user level data, we're going to have to learn how to talk to, uh Oh, get ready. Wait for it. Humans. Again, we're have yeah. to talk like humans to other humans. And now without, you know, without the ability to target people, uh, as effectively as before, arguably, then we have to now create a brand that speaks to our best users and our whales instead of just kind of throwing out a bunch of creative and seeing what works. You know, I couldn't hope for a better segue. You talked about being human. You said it yourself, Louie. And at the end of the show, because our audience likes to connect with our guests, I ask them and I'll ask you, what's the best way to stay in touch? Well, definitely LinkedIn. And I would like to thank you, Peggy, because you're absolutely amazing and awesome. And I would like to tell everybody to make sure you subscribe to everything Peggy does, because she is not only one of the uh, mobile app influencers out there in this industry, but she's also probably one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Oh, oh Louie, that is so sweet. Thank you. You can Venmo me later. No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, of course, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy at MobileGroove. MobileGroove.com is where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. You can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show, as you should, by going to WMR.FM, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon, simply by searching under mobile presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.